Hello and welcome to another edition of Political Pill. I am Victor Rambo. Today I want to talk about cancel culture and I'm going to read a little bit of news, uh, recent news that's been going on today. Cancel culture. How many of us have heard about this? Cancel culture. Recently, Terry Crews was on CNN and he had mentioned uh, how he felt about Black Lives Matter. Of course, we went over Black Lives Matter before. Uh, if you want to look back at uh, some recent, some recent, uh, my, my last couple of um, podcasts, and I did talk about Black Lives Matter, and um, it's all part of the council culture thing, also. So, um, I wanted to look into uh, one thing: um, council culture, a behavior to create social change. Difference is passive and active are a certain set of rules that must be followed. So that's cancel culture. Now, the difference between cancel culture and a boycott is interesting. Now, the basic definition of a boycott is to withdraw from commercial or social relations with a country, organization, uh, business, something like that. Um, during the civil rights era, era, there was a boycott of the the buses, um, and uh, because you know, you know, black folk had to sit in the back of the bus. Uh, so when they they were the main patrons of buses, so they boycotted the bus system and changed the rules. Uh, difference between that and cancel culture is cancel culture seems to be something that's infringing on free speech, but the government, the government. Uh, are the ones that could create a law to take away our free speech, which is, of course, the First Amendment. However, culture wants to take away your free speech. In other words, you don't have an opinion about something that's just out there, makes you afraid to even speak your mind. In other words, then if you do speak your mind, hey, you may just get jumped on, canceled, your career canceled, your job canceled, it's over for you. So therefore, you better be quiet, right? Interesting. I find that really, really interesting, man. Um, this cancel culture thing, man, they can say anything they want, but you can't. You don't have to think, they think for you. And for cancel culture, two wrongs does make a right, i.e., the looting, the uh, uh, not the protesting, talking about the looting, the looting, the uh, Tearing down statues, they are canceling the culture, the old culture, the American culture. Got some stuff here. I've got a little book here, um, U.S. Constitution, and fascinating facts about it. Uh, nice little gem of a book. I might uh, post it on my Instagram so you can actually see what it looks like. But um, I like to go through here and actually read. Uh, some amendments to the Constitution and things of that nature. So, uh, Amendment 1, freedom of speech. Freedom of religion, speech, and the press. Rights of assembly and petition. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the right of the people to peaceably to assemble. 
and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. Okay. Freedom of religion, freedom of speech, right to assemble, and to be able, able to uh, petition, petition the uh, government for a redress of grievances. That's the First Amendment. Cancel culture is trying to cancel your First Amendment rights. Not the government, but culture. Marxist culture. I want to look into that before the next time you say Black Lives Matter. I think we better say All Lives Matter. And uh, we will get ahead and be more more peace on earth as they say peace on earth yeah yeah I just want to go over that cancel culture tell you it's, it's, whew, it's a trip what I have here is the epic times and uh, I like to read uh, some of the article here uh, by Peter Schwab um, shows a picture here of a police officer the caption says police gather at the scene where two New York City officers were shot in a confrontation in New York on June 3rd, 2020. There's been a lot of killings in New York and um, Chicago, and it's, it's been crazy. Police handcuffed as shooting soared to 24-year high in New York. Current and former New York Police Department leaders blame bail reform, court backlogs, and reductions in prison population for surge in violent crime. Sometimes people, when they crim- if they're a criminal, they're a criminal, man. You know, some people, you know, they don't reform. Thief is a thief. Liar is a liar. Killer is a killer. Sometimes, you know. Yeah, this is an article by uh, Peter Suave. I want to make sure I, uh, I cite that I am reading from the Epic Times. Brooklyn, New York City is spiraling into a rule of law crisis. According to the city's police department, citing the recent surge in shootings and a paralyzed justice system that can't keep repeat offenders off the streets. While the New York Police Department has sounded the alarm for months, city leaders seem to be headed in the opposite direction, slashing the department's budget by $1 billion. I hope I'm not the I'm not the only one. It takes a long time to turn a ship that sees the iceberg directly in front of us. This was said by New York Police Department Commissioner Dermont Shea on June 22nd. There were 250 victims of shootings across the city between June 1st. Between June 1st and June 28th, an increase of nearly 160% from the same period last from the same period last year, and the largest number for that four-week time frame since 1996. So, kind of just you know, going along here, um, they also. Um, it was also stated that the city needs to reopen recreation facilities, said two women sitting on the stairs of a house near the scene of, near the scene of a crime. The kids don't have anything to do. They're locked down. The pandemic is out. And 
Seems like Mayor de Blasio wants to put criminals back on the street. Something we don't need, of course. But hey, I mean, just normal kids, man. They they wanna they wanna play ball. They wanna run. They wanna swim. They wanna do things, especially in a city like New York. I mean, you know, we're not talking about going out in the woods and just you know having fun. No, I mean we're talking about concrete jungle, as they used to say. I really don't say that anymore, but. So one of the problems is bail reform. The New York Police Department has repeatedly complained that last year's bail reform has allowed criminals to stay out of jail even after getting repeatedly arrested. Quote, it basically diminished the authority of the courts to keep people in jail pending trial, Carrick said. Quote, so, quote, so you have people now that get arrested and they're back on the street in six hours. Wow. Back on the street in six hours. We have over a thousand people that have been indicted on gun gun possession charge where the cases are open and they're walking around the streets of New York today. The Petri told the New York Post June in June. The lockdown was no excuse according to Curry. Court backlog. That's part of that court backlog. They've got, you know, just pending cases, man. It's it's amazing. Anyway, that's New York City. And from Chicago, 87 shot, 17 dead over the 4th of July weekend in Chicago, officials said. 87 people, this is an article by Jack Phillips from the Epic Times. 87 people were shot in Chicago between 6 p.m. July 3rd, midnight, to July 5th, Chicago Police Superintendent David Brown said on July July 6th. 13 of those shot were minors. 13 of those shot were minors. Unbelievable. That's, That's so sad, man. I mean, Chicago, wow. President Trump may do something about this. I believe that if President Trump sends in uh, the National Guard or something like that, I believe the law-abiding citizens of Chicago will be very, very happy. And and, and, and come November 3rd, they're going to vote for President Trump because they're keeping, keeping them, keeping, helping keep people safe and the mayor can't do it or can't make the correct decisions to do it. Very, very interesting telling Looks like uh, our looters have uh, torn down the statue of Frederick Douglass and vandalized it. A statue of black abolitionist Frederick Douglass was torn down in Rochester, New York. The statue was ripped from its foundation in Maplewood Park and thrown over, the fe- over a fence. The Rochester Police Department said in a statement, it was found about 50 feet from its pedestal. One of the fingers of the statue's left hand was damaged, as was the base. Frederick Douglass. I mean, it's obvious It's obvious that these are anarchists that are doing this stuff, man. Uneducated, you know. You know, they, they couldn't live in, in Russia in, in, in the 1940s. You know, they, they just, people just don't know history, man. You know, and it's, and it's, it's abundance of ignorance. 
Uh, but right here on Political Pill, I just want to have this another outlet, uh, some history, some news, and some politics of the day. Now, Kanye says he's running for president. Now, I mean, obviously that that could be deemed as a good move to throw whoever his followers off just at the voting booth or whatever. But uh, says here, rapper Kanye West announced in a tweet June 4th that he will run for president. And this is this is uh, this is not new news of new news, of course. It's been out there already. President of the United States, West 43, used the hashtag, hashtag 2020 vision, suggested that he intends to run this year. Intends. Okay, he, he's not gonna, he's not gonna run. He just wants a little bit of attention there, huh, Kanye? I'm sure. Trump announces creation of statue of statuary park to honor heroes. President Donald Trump announced at Mount Rushmore that he has signed an executive order to establish a vast outdoor park featuring statues of great Americans to honor, to honor those who came before and inspire the next generation. I have announced the creation of a new monument to the giants of our past. I am signing executive order to establish a National Garden of American Heroes, a vast outdoor park that will feature the statues of the greatest Americans to ever live. Trump said in a speech in South Dakota at the South Dakota Landmark. And I'm sure there will be great African Americans of the past, Hispanic Americans of the past, white Americans of the past. How about this? Americans of the past. It's time to move on. It's really time to move on. It's time to be uh, an American. Now, something's going on in China again. This in Epic Times. This article here is by Nicole Hao. Spelled H-A-O. Hope I pronounced that correct. The Chinese regime has backtracked from its initial theory that the recent CCP virus, and they use CCP here in the in the uh, uh, Epic Times newspaper, they use uh, the Chinese Communist Party virus. So if I say CCP virus, that's what I mean. The CCP virus resurgent in Beijing was caused by contaminated imported salmon. Wu Zunyu, a chief epidemic disease specialist at China's Center for Disease Control and Prevention, told state-run newspaper Beijing News on July 6th that his team researched this second wave outbreak in Beijing and concluded that the virus entered the local Zinfadi market in the middle of May. Hope I'm pronouncing that right. The Zinfadi market, a sprawling complex of warehouses and trading halls spanning an area the size of nearly 160 soccer pitches. It's possible that an infected person brought the virus to the Zanfiti market or a contaminated product from an epidemic area brought it, Wu said. Wu's words are contradicted of officials' previous claims that the virus was introduced via frozen salmon imported from Norway. God, man, it's crazy. Citing a sample on the cutting board for processing salmon that tested positive for COVID-19. 
Man, China just need to, they just they just need to clean up, man. They need to clean that area, that place up. You know, obviously it's not done. Then they got a picture here of a people people in a long line, people waiting in line to undergo undergo COVID-19 swab test in a test station in Beijing. This is on July 6, 2020. I was talking to someone, I was out today picking up some food, and I was talking to a, a young lady and and I mentioned to her, I said, you know, we were looking at the news back in 2019 and um, looking at Chinese people with masks all over their face and look at us now. Everybody's walking around with a mask on. Do we have the truth? Can we get the truth? That is the question. Appreciate you guys listening in on this edition of Political Pill. I am Victor Rambo. Just some quick news for you. Um, my Instagram is uh, Political Appeal, and uh, there is more to come. Once again, thank you for listening. <laughs>